Welcome to the Talking Disney Podcast. hosts jason and cody i'm jason and i'm cody and welcome to episode 17 of the talking dizzy podcast so how's it going cody it's going great jason all right it is uh we're recording here on a sunday night uh we were actually gonna possibly record saturday night but with uh some of the news that was coming out on over at d23 we decided to wait until sunday uh, just so we'd have a little bit more to talk about. And I'm kind of glad we did because there was some, quite a few things that came out today. So yeah, now, now we can give it all, all to you guys. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe not all of it. We don't want to have a six hour show, but well, we're going to talk about the things we want to talk yeah, about the things, the that, stuff we found interesting. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, there, cause I mean, like I say, you could do a six hour episode, you do a two, three, four, five, six part episode just to get it all in. But um, yeah, yeah, we're gonna talk about some D twenty three stuff today. Unfortunately, we were not there, so we relied on the internet to <sighs> get all of our information. Uh, hopefully, in twenty twenty one, we will we will make the appropriate plans and make it out to. We, we must make the ultimate Disney pilgrimage. Yeah, make it out to An- travel to the the mecca, the holy city of Anaheim. There you go, uh, or wherever they're holding it. Hopefully, it's, it's in Anaheim. Yeah. So that's where it's been. But uh, so we'll talk about some D23 stuff. And uh, first, I want to talk about something that uh, they've actually been. I don't don't know if you want to say teasing or. I would say teasing. And I'd say teasing is very appropriate with the way that they went about this because of some other stuff. Okay, well, I'm just going to say it now because this fits in before we actually say what it was they were teasing. Go ahead. So few weeks back now to maybe three at the most might've just been two weeks ago. Universal studios Orlando had this big press event where they announced, um, their upcoming Epic universe park. They're, they're creating a new park over at universal Orlando's studios. Um, and it's called Epic universe. And, you know, for theme park fans and especially universal fans, it was big news, a a whole new park, not just a land or an extension of one of their other parks, a brand, a brand new gate. Right. And then the very next day after universal made this announcement, Disney comes out and says that they have this secret Walt Disney company project, um, that they are going to announce like the day before D 23 starts. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, and so people started speculating, oh, so now the day after universal makes this big announcement about opening another gate at their park, Disney says they have this big old secret project and they're going to say what it is right before D 23 expo and then talk about it at the expo. So people were wondering if 
Magic Kingdom, or not Magic Kingdom, but Walt Disney World in Florida was going to get its fifth gate because there's been a fifth gate rumored at Walt Disney World ever since they opened up the Animal Kingdom Park. Um, or if it was going to have something to do with Disneyland or any, anyway, people were speculating really big things. Yeah, I heard all kinds of, yeah, I heard the, the fifth gate. I heard, I heard water parks at Disneyland. I heard all kinds of different stuff, uh, on yeah. Facebook, Twitter, et cetera. So, so do you want to tell the people what it actually sure, was? Sure. So we get the, we get the announcement and, um, I think, was it, did you text me? Cause I don't, I, I, I texted I you. I said, Hey, have you heard about this secret thing? And it was on Thursday. And you're like, yeah, it's supposed to be announced today or whatever. And, uh, and, but it, but it hadn't been released yet. So, um, right. And I think it was shortly after that, you might've texted me back and said that it was released. Um, well, cause you texted me, I don't know, mid midday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, early in the day. Yeah. I forget. I forget. Um, okay. Let's see. I'm looking at okay. it right now. You texted me at about 3:15 PM on the and Thursday. That's mountain said, time. Any, right. Yeah. Any news on the big secret Disney was supposed to announce today. So 3 PM so, mountain time, uh, and we're both in Pacific. mountain time. So this would have been about two, 2 PM Pacific. Um, uh, and I told you no. And then at eight 30, um, I texted you back with right. the, with a post about it and then also the um, clip that they released. Okay. Yeah. Cause also. I got busy with work, family stuff, came home, dinner, all that good stuff. So I wasn't really paying attention. So. Right. And I think a lot of people were confused because the photo that kept going around the internet said like one thirty to two thirty or some early yeah. afternoon yeah. time. Um, but I think what that was and what people eventually figured out that day after that time had passed was, that that was the time slot during the expo that it would be talked about right. more in depth. Right. So what we got was not a fifth gate or not anything else. The secret announcement was basically it's a, it's a new book coming out called one day at Disney. And along with that is a documentary series that will be on Disney plus. Uh, and, uh, the date for airing is December 3rd. Um, and let me, let me read here what it says. It says, each episode, here, let me, uh, following the debut of the special, so there'll, there'll be a special on December 3rd, uh, more than 51 day at Disney shorts, ranging in length from 47 minutes, and each profiling a single remarkable person and his or her fascinating job will debut each week. And I think my text to you when you told me what it was, I said, I think it was disappointed. Uh, because it was kind of not really the big news i guess i was i was expecting I, I i was expecting something more on a grander scheme of things uh well and i was listening to a lot of stuff on youtube and podcasts that i was listening to that were speculating about what to expect of this right. secret project right and i know a lot of people are they hear something like that and are, of course i wanted something big too um you started coming up with all these things as like, Oh, fifth gate or fantasy land expansion, or they're going to redo Tomorrowland, yeah, yeah. something big. Right. Um, but a, a lot of people like 
was hearing from, they said manager expectations. It's likely <laughs> right. not going to be groundbreaking. It wasn't. I mean, it, once I saw the the because they uh they uh, put out a little trailer for um a couple minutes long, I think a minute and a half, whatever it was. Uh, and as I as I watched that, yeah, I might I kind of changed my opinion. I was like, that just this kind of looks kind of cool. I mean, you get a little behind the scenes of people that work at Disney, what they do for Disney, uh, whether that's working in the parks or whatever it may be um, on television shows. Right. Um, yeah. And I imagine it's going to go broader than just parks and broader than m- right, like right. Uh, movie studios. I bet you it'll go into yeah. sports right. casting because Disney well, I think owns one ESPN. Of the- um, it could go into newscasting, right? Which one on the on the trailer? There's actually uh, so it, they were on Good Morning America, right? Uh, so, um, so if you watch the trailer, you kind of get an idea. Um, and matter of fact, we'll just go ahead and we'll play the trailer right now, and we'll let you hear it. One way trip to Cinderella's castle. Climb aboard. Morning, George. What this company is more than anything, aside from the legacy of Walt Disney, is a collection of many talented people doing the same thing, which is trying to touch people's hearts. Hey, baby. I can't believe I get paid to do this. Let's go make some magic. Four, three, two. It's amazing what you can do with a little imagination. I just love that no two days are the same. My job is to give kids and families a voice. This is forever. memories to other families. It's everything to me. I would argue with anybody that said I didn't have the best job in the company. So that's one day at Disney. Um, yeah, the concept is kind of cool. I just, I, you know, I don't think it was big secret Walt Disney Company project, I guess. I don't know. I guess they kind of had to be secret in the fact that they were they were making it. And obviously the ones that they have already recorded, uh, you know, the people couldn't talk about it or whatever. But 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 why though? I mean everyone it's not like their jobs themselves are secret, right? right? Yeah. Like especially if they're doing people that work at the park. Right. You know, like if you're a ride operator, like people know it's like it's not like if you get a job with Disney, you can't discuss what you do, right? For for most things, right? Exactly. Um, exactly. So I guess just a project of putting all together for 
for Disney Plus was the secret. I mean, be, being that it's it's kind of you know someday before <laughs> before I leave this earth, I I hope to work at Disneyland. You know, I don't know if that'll happen, but it it would be cool. Uh, so I think this show will be kind of interesting to see to see some of that stuff. So I mean, I'm I'm very excited for it. I'll definitely watch it. Um, I'll also probably buy the the book, the book that yeah, they're putting out with it. Yeah, a couple hundred pages long. So. Yeah, is it going to be like a text, like informational type of book, or no, is it going to be you think more of like a coffee table? book? I think in the article I read, it, it specifically said coffee table book. So I'm picturing like okay. maybe an oversized book, a lot of color photographs, etc. So yeah, just something that simply highlights maybe every job that they also highlight in the documentary. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. So you maybe not as extensively as the documentary because then you'll right. know what they're going to talk about. Because uh, I don't think. I don't know if I didn't see if they're going to release them all at one time. Like you could binge watch them all or if it's going to be. Uh, well, didn't you just say that every week they were going to release a new. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 So there you go. Which, which is going to kind of go into the next topic I want to talk about with, uh, with a Disney plus, unless you had anything else about the super secret Walt Disney <laughs> company project. The only thing I'm going to say is. There's always going to be a competition between Disney and Universal as far as theme parks go um, and them trying to one up each other. I mean, some some would argue that Galaxy's Edge was a response to the Wizarding World at Universal, just a very immersive themed land. Right. Um, And then when Disney came out the day after and announced the secret project after Universal made their announcement with opening a new park. Apparently, after Disney made this secret announcement, apparently the official Universal Studios Twitter account, whether it was Universal Studios as a whole or just Universal or Universal Studios Orlando, I'm not really sure, but one of those Twitter accounts, just their their tweet just said, like, at Disney, really, dude? Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's all they said. Yeah. So <laughs> I think even Universal was a with the way Disney went about this big secret that even universal was expecting it to be a little bit more. Right. But I, like I said, I'm still excited. Um, I'll watch it. I'll probably buy the book cause I'm into buying books like that. Um, do you want to talk about what something that happened at the expo that I think came before the D 23 panel? Uh, sure. Sure. That being, uh, the Disney legends. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you want to, I mean, I, I know there was a few that I enjoyed, uh, listening to, I didn't get to listen to them all, but yeah, if you, yeah, go ahead. Let's, let's talk about that. Okay. I don't have near me access to, um, the full list of legends. Um, I know one significant one or a couple significant ones that I know and that I made sure to try to watch their speeches. Was Robert Downey Jr. Okay, and John Favreau. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here I've got the list. Here, well, we'll uh, let me. I'll, I'll go through the list real quick, and then you could talk about what you want to talk about. Uh, hopefully, I'm pronouncing this guy's name right. Uh, Wing Wing Chow. He's a designer and developer. Uh, worked with uh, Walt Disney Parks and Resorts for the Asia Pacific development. Yeah, you got Robert Downey Jr., who uh, hopefully everyone knows who that is two-time Academy Award winner or nominee, sorry, uh, Golden Globe winner, 
appeared in more than 80 films. John Favreau, um, he started his career with some appearances in film and television, most notably for me, Rudy. Um, and then, uh, then he's now he's one of Hollywood's most successful producers and directors. You got James Earl Jones, uh, acting career, television, film roles, numerous, numerous movies, uh, Oscar winner, Emmy winner, Tony award winner, actor, uh, the voice of, uh, Darth Vader in star Wars. And obviously, uh, voice from Lion King, um, Bette Mittler. Yeah, there you go. Bette Mittler, uh, Emmy or Emmy Grammy golden globe award winner. Um, Kenny Ortega, he is a yeah, right. multi-award winning director, choreographer, and producer. Um, you got Barnett Ritchie. She started her career with the Walt Disney Company as a choreographer at Disneyland. Uh, Robin Roberts, uh, ESPN. Um, originally, she's on Good Morning America now. Uh, Diane Sawyer, a well-known uh, news anchor. And then uh, Ming Now Wen, she's... Uh, Currently, she's in uh, Agents of Shield, right? Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I couldn't tell she's you. She's Agent Melinda May <laughs> in the Calvary on ABC series. Um, or sorry, Agent Melinda May, aka the Calvary on the ABC series Marvel's Agents of Shield. What else has she been in? Okay. Uh, she did some stuff with um, uh, Kingdom of Hearts two, uh, Television's House of Mouse, Sophia the First, Walt Disney Animation Studios, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Uh, Hans Zimmer okay. scored more than 160 projects, Academy Awards, Golden Globes, three Grammys, uh, a lot of mm -hmm. stuff. So those were the those were the nominees for 2019. So okay, I Great. know I watched uh, Fav John Favreau's, Robert Downey Jr.'s, uh, James Earl Jones, a little bit of Diane Sawyer's, and then I didn't get to see any of the rest. So I'll have to go back and watch those when I get a chance. I watched. Um, I always forget her name, but the other, the lady that's on Good Morning America, Robin Roberts. Robin Roberts. I watched a little bit of hers okay. too. Yeah, I think most notably was that I that stuck out of my head. Robert Downey Jr. telling the story about him smoking pot on the gondolas at Disneyland. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for whatever that's worth it. Uh, but yeah, there was. I saw a clip online. Um, of Robert Downey Jr. where, you know, he's putting his, his hands in the cement, oh, right? right, right. For the Disney legend, I don't know, cement yeah. thing, hand print yeah. thing that they do. And, you know, so people were taking pictures of him while his hands are in the cement. And then Mickey walks over to him and kind of puts his arm around him and poses for a picture with him. And the camera shutters um, pick up pace. And, and Robert Downey Jr. is like, he's like, you know, it's funny that as soon as Mickey walked over the, Camera shutters got quicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those were, and then uh, he looks over at Mickey and he says, you still got it kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that too. So, so those were the legends. I don't know. Did you have any, anything else to talk about? With that? No, I just thought I it was worth mentioning. Yeah, definitely. D definitely. I mean, they, they join a, an immense group of other Disney legends. Um, you know, some, some, some of the ones we know and some, some do a lot of the behind the scenes stuff that we don't ever hear about, but which it's I think nice it's nice for them. Yeah, yeah. For them yeah. to be honored for, for their work that, you know, being behind the scenes, you know? Right. Right. They're, they're not out there in the public eye, but they still, they still contribute immensely to, 
to the Walt Disney Company. So, uh, all right. So back to Disney Plus. So a few a few details um, were released. Obviously, I'm I, I can't wait till November twelfth. Hopefully, when it is launched, uh, there isn't many issues because um, there's going to be a ton of people signing up for it and watching it. So uh, some of the interesting things I thought or that that we learned is. Uh, on each account, you're going to be allowed seven different user profiles, and then mm-hmm. you'll be able to stream up to four devices at once at no extra charge. So th- I'm guessing for an extra charge, you'll be able to do more devices. Um, they didn't say, but. That would be uh, typical if you wanted more than that. I would assume that there would be an option for that. Right, right. Um, and then let's see, we, we've we've heard about the Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus being bundled. I think that's going to be twelve ninety nine. For all three, I believe so. Uh, I think I think just Disney Plus. What are they? Six ninety nine or seven ninety nine? Uh, mm, so if you figure one of the two, yeah, a couple more dollars, you can get Hulu and ESPN Plus, which is what I will probably do. Um, and then see, there's going to be more than seven thousand television episodes, five hundred films available to stream, um, all of which will include older shows and films. Uh, and uh, and top of the brand new movies and series, which we'll we'll talk about a few of the series that they're going to release or that I thought were interesting that they're going to release here in a few a few minutes. Um, and then they mentioned that unlike Netflix, um, who when new ser- when a new series comes out or a new show whatever, a lot of times you'll get the whole season at once and you can watch it at your pace, binge watch it in one day. Um, Disney Plus seems to be going away from that, uh, where they're going to go back to the weekly release model rather than sharing oh, really? the entire series. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't heard that. Yeah. That, that was in one of the articles that I read. I don't know if it's going to be every episode or every show, but like that, the, um, the, the one that we just talked about, um, the secret one, um, that's going to be a weekly oh. thing. So, but again, that's right. only four to seven minutes. Uh, so I don't know. Oh, four to seven minutes. Yeah, four to seven, not forty-seven. Mm. Yeah, so well, they're going to be short. earlier. I thought you said forty-seven. Oh, and I'm sorry. like, okay, I can see why one a week. You know, they're right. you know like forty-five minutes long. Okay, right. that makes sense. But if they're just they're almost like shorts, then right? Yeah, four four two. They could almost seven. be a commercial on TV. Could be, yeah, yeah, a long commercial. So, um. And then let's see, what else does this article say? Nah, that wasn't really interesting to me. So so that's what I heard kind of about some of the details on the Disney Plus uh, streaming service. They, they've they been releasing them a little bit at a time over the last couple of months. So um, no list of which movies are going to be available right away or what's going to be available right away. But uh, that may be another announcement coming soon. So... Uh, let's see what else can I share from this additional details of a non-Marvel series coming to Disney plus, um, see, including the highly anticipated star Wars releases, which is the star Wars, the Mandalorian, an untitled Obi-Wan Kenobi series and star Wars clone wars. So there'll be some star Wars stuff on there. Uh, there's going to be a new Muppet show, um, that will have celebrity guests each week, similar to the original. Um, I didn't see much details on that, but, and then no, neither did I a reboot which my daughter's excited about this one, a reboot of Liz McGuire. 
uh, with yeah, Hillary I'm, Duff. I'm kind of excited for that too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that was some of the ones this article mentioned. Uh, let's see. Streaming soon. Here's some, some stuff I thought was, and feel, feel, feel free to, to jump in anytime. Um, we talked about the Mandalorian or I didn't, you didn't really talk about it, but I mentioned there was one of the, there was a new trailer put out for that. Uh, right. which if you want to see it, you can go see it. It doesn't have a lot of dialogue, so we're not going to play it here, but go check it out. Um, are, are you excited about the Mandalorian or is that? Um, I'm excited for the Mandalorian. The, okay. the trailer makes it look really good, right. really interesting. Like you said, there's not a lot of dialogue in it, but just has that right amount of suspense for yeah. a trailer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, so, I was kind of eh, on it. I was like, yeah, eh, maybe I'll check it out. But seeing the, seeing the trailer makes, makes me want to see it. So I guess the people who did that trailer did their job. So, right. Um, we got, uh, a, I don't know, you want to call it a reboot or whatever, or a re, I don't know what you want to call it. High school musical. Oh, um, which well, Kenny Ortega specifically <laughs> said it's not a reboot, not a reboot. Okay. So it's High School Musical, the musical, the series. That's that's the official title. So, uh, do you want to explain what what this is? <laughs> uh, it is an attempt to continue to make money off of High School Musical. Well, <laughs> well after they should. Okay. Here, you want me? You want me? To, you want me to give the official what it says here? Um, um, or, or do you want to try to explain? Yeah, it? I can. I can go ahead and try to explain it. So basically, um, at the panel, Kenny Ortega okay, was right. basically defending why they named it High School Musical, the musical, the series. And so what he described, what he said was, it is the show is about kids at East High, not actual students from East High, which is the East High is where High School Musical was filmed in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, so they're actors, but these kids that uh, attend high East high have come to the realization that they have never put on their own performance, their own production of high school musical. And now they've decided to put on high school musical, the musical. And so these kids that go to the school are auditioning for, you know, the different parts of, you know, Troy, Gabriella, Sharpay, Ryan, uh, these characters from High School Musical. So you, so you were a fan. If you, uh, well, <laughs> if you I remember mean, all those names, right? Your wife has the movie. I know that much. <laughs> she does. Yeah. 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 So basically you got it because it says here set at the real life East mm -hmm. High where the original movie was filmed. This follows a group of students as they count down to opening night of their school's first ever production of right. High School Musical. So, uh, basically, yeah. And I'll, I'll admit this one, the, I'll probably check this one out. Uh, cause my younger or my, my oldest daughter, which she's 15, she mm -hmm. watched, she used to watch the old ones, you know, so they were playing quite often in my house. Um, and, uh, it, it's just, I guess it's nostalgic a little. So, um, so we'll go ahead. I mean, I do like the music from that movie. I think though, I I think they could have dropped the series off of high school. I mean, just put high school the name, musical, the musical. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that would have been fine, but um, we're talking about it. So they must've did something right. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, but and the same. No, it's not the world according to Jeff Goldblum. The series, right? Exactly. You know, you don't have to call it the right. series for people to know it's a series. Right. Right. So let's let's uh let's this this trailer actually has quite a quite a bit of dialogue. So we'll we'll uh, check it out real quick. When I heard that the high school where High School Musical was shot had never staged a production of High School Musical, the musical, I was shocked, inspired, and triggered as a millennial. Auditions are after school. I've seen the original movie 37 times and the first 15 minutes of both sequels. It would be insane to think I might actually have a shot at playing Gabriella. I know we're not a couple anymore. It was my idea to take a pause. I didn't want to take a pause. I can't believe it. She's dating EJ Haswell. This is a nightmare. Okay, theater people. I want to audition for Gabriella. Ryan, right? I think he'd rather play Sharpay. That is so fresh. I'm bummed that we don't have any competition here. She has to see me in a whole new light. I'm auditioning for this thing tomorrow, and nothing is going to stop me. The cast list is posted. We have our Gabriella and our Troy. Buckle up, Wildcats. It's about to get real. I basically have zero chill about this right now. What are you doing here? If you really cared about me, you'd let somebody who wants to play this part play it. You all walked in here as strangers. Today, you're a family. I believe in us. Excuse me, is there somewhere you're supposed to be? Broadway. So that's High School Musical, the musical, the series. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's launching on the on November 12th. Uh, it doesn't say here, but I'm pretty sure it does. Did it say during the, I don't know. I'll have to listen again, but so there you go. If you, if, if you're a fan of the original high school musical, you can check this one out. Next up, uh, is lady and the tramp, uh, another, uh, what are we calling it? A re re reimagining, uh, Retelling, I guess this one says in the in this timeless retelling of the 1955 animated classic. So uh, the next one they didn't they decided not to release in theaters. I'm pretty sure originally this one was set to be released in the theaters until the announcement of Disney Plus, and then I'm sure probably because there's another movie that they announced that I'm sure we'll get to here later. Will, yeah. That is now being released on Disney Plus, yeah. and that was originally going to be released in theaters. I'm thinking we're going to talk about that one next. But uh, so okay. this is basically 19, the 1955 animated classic Lady and the Tramp uh, about a pampered house dog and a tough but lovable stray who fall in love. So this, this is actually one of the I, I, I actually enjoy the animated one. Um, recently bought the Walt Disney Signature Series Collection one. Um, so I don't think. Uh, I don't think my youngest daughter's seen it, but we'll have to check it out before the, the live action one comes out. So now we can actually call this one a live action because they used real dogs. They did use real dogs. And one of the dogs, uh, <laughs> was it Tramp? Uh, was actually, they, it was this big thing. They, it was a stray from Arizona that they got from a pound. Um, yeah. So they used a, a real stray. They're keeping to right, the right. nature of yeah, the character. And, and the dog, the other one was, uh, was probably a pampered, 
Uh, I'll be anxious to see if they do the spaghetti scene, if they were able to do that with the dogs. Uh, the, pic- right. the picture I'm looking at actually has them sitting by a, a plate of spaghetti with a meatball on it. But but are they going to do the iconic, they've got the same noodle? I, yeah, that's, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll have to wait. I mean, for... that they, they might be able to manipulate. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, but other, otherwise you're right. It is a actual a live action. So we'll go ahead and check out the trailer. Lady in the Trap. Let me guess. You're like the center of your people's universe, right? Indeed. Well, I've got no leashes or fences. With me, every day could be an adventure. All right, so the next movie uh, we're going to mention is, I think is the one Cody was talking about a second ago, a movie called Noel, starring Anna Kendrick and Billy, is it Eichner? Is that how you say his name? Eichner? Eichner. Eichner. Okay. So originally this, I had heard it was going to be a release, uh, a theatrical release, and they they switched it to Disney+. Plus. Um, and I like Anna Kendrick. I like Billy. So... Uh, I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, it's basically uh, Anna Kendrick is Chris Kringle's daughter. Um, Billy Eichner is, uh, I think his name is Nick. And uh, mm, that's not who they have as Nick, though. Oh, really? Uh, it's it's Bill. I don't know if he, he pronounces it Hater or Hatter. Oh, yeah, it is. Hey, it is Hater. Yeah. So Bill Hater, yeah. he's the one. That's Nick, so that would be, it's her brother, right? Right, it's right. Nick's, yeah, it's Santa's son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've got Anna Kendrick, which is Santa's daughter, daughter, right. and then you have Bill Hader, which is Santa's son. Right. And now, and his name is Nick in the movie. And now it's time for Nick to take over the mantle of Santa, basically. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, he, yeah. I don't know where I got. Oh, I, yeah. Okay. Is Eichner the? I mean, the producer. No, Eichner's in the, he's, he's a character in he? the movie, but he's not, he's, I think he's just, so, I mean, I, th- I think we'll see it when we watch or listen to the oh, trailer okay. here, but okay. I think he's a guy that she meets when she has to do what she has to do. Right. Do in the movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll just go ahead and listen or yeah, we'll listen to the trailer now. Here it is. Noel. Yo! Uh, Yo! 
Yes, who's my hyperactive little reindeer? My name is Noelle Kringle. Morning, princess. My partridge in a pear tree underwear needs washing. Oh, well, then my Christmas wish has been granted. Christmas runs in my family. My dad was Santa, and now it's my brother Nick's turn to wear the hat. Stocking full of coal if I've ever seen one. He saved a kitten from a tree. Some nice. Noel, will your brother be ready by Christmas? Of course. He's a Kringle. I don't want to do this. No. This is great. This is great. No. Let it happen. Ah! This is not going well at all. Sometimes I dream about getting out. Well, you can't be Santa if you're having a nervous breakdown. You need to get away for the weekend. For the first time in 2,000 years, Santa has disappeared. I just said he should take the weekend off. We must have a new Santa. Gabriel, Pringle, me. I'm in the tech department and loving it. What about a rescue mission? Do you mind telling me what you're doing? I'm going to get my brother, and you're coming with me. We are looking for Santa Claus. You don't tell anybody who you are? Where are you from? A uh, little town up north. Or where you came from. Sir, it's a privilege to wear that suit. Put some pants on. So naughty. Christmas Eve is less than 48 hours away. This could be the perfect time to start an online delivery platform. We gotta find Santa. For thousands of years, we've jingled bells and delivered toys. And we must make sure nothing changes that. They're jolly. They're yoga pants, like yours. These are my yogurt pants. No, yoga pants. I love yogurt pants. Downward facing reindeer. I said take the weekend. Nobody listens to me. Don't do that, please. <gasps> wow, that's a big deal in here. All yeah. right, so that's Noel. Basically. Uh, Nick is about to crumble, it says, um, from the pressure. Uh, Noel, his sister, suggests that he take a break and get away. Well, he doesn't come back. So she's got to go out and find him in time to save Christmas. I bet you she finds him and saves Christmas. Well, I know she finds him, but I bet you Christmas is the saved. The thing is, is, I mean, I know they're really trying to promote their Disney Plus, their new streaming service. But I think this would have made a decent amount of money if they had released it in theaters. In theaters yeah. Because people like Christmas movies. Right, right. Yeah, I would have went, I would went to the Especially theater. with someone like Anna Kendrick and... I would have went to see um, it. And this this Hatter guy and Billy Eichner. I think people would have gone to see this movie, spent money to see this movie. Yeah. So that's an interesting decision. And maybe it was they just thought, let's put it on the streaming service. Let's promote it as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah, so check that one out. All right, next we got, which I think this one's going to be kind of interesting. Um, although you don't really, you, we kind of know what it's about, but not really. The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Uh, yeah. And uh, from, from the trailer, which you'll, you'll, you'll get to hear in a second. Um, basically, this says the mind of actor Joel, Jeff Goldblum has to be a pretty fascinating place to visit. And we'll get to do just that in this new series from National Geographic. Um, and they said, we'll preview its first trailer for the world, according to Jeff Goldblum, where nothing is ever as it seems. So that's, I don't know what else to say about it, but let you listen to it. So, uh, here we go. 
this show is a little off the beaten track, and it may be unexpected and surprising. So, taste it and enjoy. <laughs> My name is Jeff Goldblum. The name of the show is uh, The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Be forewarned, I'm in the show a lot. Whoa! I'm sort of fascinated by a lot of things. Sneakers. These shoes are worth twelve dollars to $15,000. Oh, boy. Denim. Ice cream. Hey, can I guess what kind of ice cream you want to <laughs> Jewelry. Isn't that something? Tattoos. Whoa. Ah. Is it going to keep vibrating like that? Yeah. I like that. <laughs> and then, every once in a while, I break into song. Okay, anyway, what were we talking about? This is what the show is going to be like. So if any of this tempts you or wearies you, you can make a decision right here. I follow my own actual curiosity. Do you believe in ghosts? Can you sing Anchors Away? Can you make a sound like a seagull? Notting Hill. You ever see that movie? Could you eat my skin? What other Irish songs do I know? If I were meat that we'd put in a Korean barbecue, what would I be? I'm not here to be uh, didactic or professorial in any way. This is like a fun house. I know nothing. That's the premise. I'm a humble student. And, in fact, a kind of a late bloomer. A late gold bloomer. All right, so that's the world according to Jeff Goldblum. What do you think, Cody? Well, we still don't really know what the world is according to <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. It's a lot of. Stuff. I guess that's why they. What I guess that's why they want us to watch it. Yeah. Um. I just I think it's very interesting. It seems something very National Geographic, right? I suppose, or maybe even travel channel or just right. something kind of that vibe some, right some of the shows like we've i've watched here they travel around the world eat weird foods or do weird stuff uh it's kind of right what this seems like yeah yeah like yeah so it's just it's interesting to me that they national geographic and then i guess if you want to go all the way up the chain disney felt we needed the public needed a l- little series on Jeff Goldblum's opinions on <laughs> because I seems to me that that's really all it's going to be. He's just going to tell us what he thinks about exactly. Yeah, could be interesting, but then again, it's just kind of like, why did you feel the need to make this? Right. I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll see. All right. So that is. I'll probably at least watch one episode just to yeah. see what the heck it's going to be like. Exactly. Exactly. And then the, the next one, let's see encore, um, basically self-described musical theater junkie, Kristen Bell. Um, I think she's the producer and director and everything on this. Um, but basically they take, uh, people who had been in high school, you know, in musicals and drama and stuff like that. And they give them one more shot to do what they loved. And a lot of these, you know, a lot of these people are, these people didn't, end up in the acting business, you know, they're, they're, they're stay-at-home moms or they're, um, you know, they, they, they work for a living doing other stuff and uh, basically get their, 
get their shot to come back one last time and put on a musical. So uh don't know if I'll be watching that one, all of them, but I will definitely check out the first episode. Um, I don't know. I was never um, in drama and stuff in that high school. I got a lot of friends who are in that, they love that type of stuff. So I'm sure they'll, they'll check it out. If they don't know about it yet, hopefully they listen and they hear about it for the first time here. Um, Is that something you think Kaylee would be interested in? I don't in? know. I don't know. She hasn't shown any interest in the theater or musicals, but because she might, she, yeah, she might. Uh, so I'll definitely have to tell her about it, but it says here, let's see. Encore will celebrate real people. This is probably a better explanation than I have. Uh, extraordinary talent is not the point. Professional talent is not the point, said Bell. We are taking former high school musical theater casts and reuniting them. Oh, so it's going to be whole cast. Uh, anywhere from millennials to baby, boomer, baby boomers, getting them back on stage for their encore performance. Um, so we'll go ahead and uh, give the trailer a quick listen and uh, tell me what you think. Here is the trailer for Encore. Hi, I'm Kristen Bell, and this is Encore. I've never been more famous than I was my senior year. I didn't have a lot of self-confidence in high school. I'm an English teacher. I wait tables. Stay-at-home mom. I settled down, started raising a family. I never thought I would want to go back to high school. You ready for this? <laughs> I don't know. Gonna remount your production in a week's time. 17 year old Miss Hannigan did not have to wear specs. You're looking at me going, You play Danny Zuko? I had hair back then. We've hit some snags with some of the singing ability. I'm an ordinary woman. <coughs> Whoop, you need water. <laughs> I remember when we were. I don't know how I coped through high school. What advice would you give to the 15, 16 year old self? I moved to New York City and I performed, but now my kids are my passion. It's on the back burner, but I'll get there. Yeah, we always thought that we would be okay. Back then, I was a dancer, but I was involved in a hit and run. I knew I wasn't gonna walk again. There could be a creative way to do like this really magical dance moment. I'm very proud. I can't believe I did this. Seriously. She's been looking forward to doing something like this for a long time. Was mommy fantastic? Can you sing it to Christine? <laughs> Being on stage feels like someone else, but also more yourself than you've ever felt. This feels like getting to live in your imagination. Seeing everyone again brought back so many memories. Being able to be in the show will be one of the greatest treasures of my life. So that's Encore, uh, and I'm pretty sure it says it's coming on November 12th, so it'll be there the first day that it arrives. Are you get to check it out? I mean, it'll probably be one of those things that if I don't have anything else to do or to watch, I might pop on the first episode, but it's not, it's not one of the shows that I'm looking forward right. to necessarily. Right. Um not that I don't like, I like going to plays and I like watching musicals and things like that. So it's not that I'm not into 
theater or musicals. I just, I don't, this idea of bringing back high school theater casts to do another play just doesn't interest me. I mean, we all grow up and move on and live lives and most of us probably don't follow our passions. And I guess it's nice that these people are giving another chance to, but I don't know. It just, it doesn't strike a nerve in me, you know? All right. Uh, And then let's see the last thing of things that we knew about Forky ask a question. I guess it's uh, a new Pixar animation studios. They're going to be shorts. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the questions are. He's going to answer, but it says here, Forky, uh, see the answers to such complicated questions about how the world works, such as what what is love, what is time, and most crucially, what is cheese. Um, so I guess I'll have to wait to find out what that's about. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're just yeah. going to be little shorts. Um, yeah, they, they could be funny. Um, you know, it's not going to be anything groundbreaking. It's not going to take up a lot of your time, but they, it, right. it could be funny. And then we got some uh, interjections of some new things that we had not heard about. Um, I'll just kind of run through the list real quick, give a quick synopsis. Um, Timmy failure mistakes were made. That's about a, a kid, Timmy failure who operates his own detective agency in, in Portland with the help of his 1500 pound polar bear. Um, Chogo, which just says launching in early December is the untold true story of an uh, let's see here. it's an exhilarating and uplifting adventure set in the winter of 1925 across the treacherous terrain of the Alaskan tundra. Um, and we got Diary of a Female President, which premieres in January, and it follows a 12 year old Cuban American girl's journey through the trials of middle school, which sets her on the path to ultimately becoming President of the United States. Uh, next one, Star Girl launches in early 2020 based on a best-selling young adult novel of the same name. Um, I don't know. It doesn't say much about that. And I don't know. I don't know that, that novel. So uh, probably something my daughter will like. Um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, launching in 2020. Monsters at Work. Uh, where you'll get to, to, to Disney television animated series. Takes fans back to Monstropolis where they'll meet a new cast of monsters. Um, and we'll actually have some special appearances from such uh, beloved old Monsters, Inc. stars, such as Mike and Sully. Uh, WandaVision, premiering in 2021. Um, let's see, it's two superpowered beings trying to live ideal suburban lives until they begin to suspect that things are not as they seem. Um, and let's see, Loki coming out in 2021. Tom Hiddleston returns to play the fan favorite Loki in this series set after the events of the of Avengers Endgame. Uh, I've heard a lot about this one now. What if? Uh, it's a Marvel Studios animated series spotlighting different heroes from the MCU and imagines what would happen in the events if the film or what what would happen if things, certain events turned out differently, how a single choice can branch out into infinite realities. Um, and I, that was a comic book series, if I'm not mistaken. I believe it was. Yeah, uh, that 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 one actually sounds kind of interesting. And uh, Star I don't Wars. Know if you mentioned this or not, but that is going to be an animated series. Yeah, I think. Did I say animated series? 
I have no idea. That's why I'm okay. saying it now. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely animated series. If 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 I didn't say it, I apologize. And then Star Wars: The Clone Wars comes out in February 2020. Um, and uh, see, the last thing it mentions here is a second Lucasfilm live action series. Uh, see, who doesn't say anything? It's currently in development. Uh, it says it follows Andor's adventures as a rebel spy during the formative years of the rebellion before the events of a new hope. So, right. So, those so, are those yeah, Cassian, Cassian Andor comes back for that. And then also his reprogrammed Imperial droid K2 from Rogue One. Okay. Um, I saw a clip um, when Kathleen Kennedy, the the head honcho over at Lucasfilm, when she was announcing this um, casting Andor series that has no official name yet, or at least not one that they're wanting to tell us at this to time. Share. Yeah. Um, and so the guy that plays Cassian Andor. And then the guy that plays the or the voice for K two, because uh, the K two guy he's like, so can we uh can we tell him the title? Is, is there a title? And she's like, oh, no, <laughs> not yet. And he's not like, yet. okay, good, because because I have a suggestion. Because right now, uh, okay. just uh just the Cassian Andor, uh, you know, a Star Wars story, right? Yeah. Um, and he's like, how about K two fast? K2 Furious, <laughs> Cassie and Andor Star Wars story. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. All right. So that's, th- that all came out. That was what Friday's, some of Friday's big news. Uh, I know. I think yeah, they've been a majority Friday. of the day on Disney plus. So, yep. um, Saturday, they kind of talked about some of the new movies coming out. I think mm-hmm. it was, yeah. I don't know. Did you, did, did you have anything from that? That kind of, um, that kind of was interesting. I know. Yeah. I, I know that this particular panel, this movies panel, they did not, they had everyone put their phones in, in bags and I don't know if they collected them or just trusted that people right. kept them in bags, but they weren't allowing filming or photography or okay, anything yeah. in this panel. No recording of any kind. So I haven't seen anything come out of this panel. So whatever right. they did and honor system of just keeping it in the bag or whatever, but people were doing it. Cause I haven't seen anything other than just right. Like right. articles, just news sources. I know. Uh, see, out, right? I, I, I can kind of go down the list of things I, I had written down here. Um, first one was star Wars, Kathleen Kennedy and JJ Abrams took stage. Uh, they talked about the end of the saga. Um, so, uh, we'll see. Let me read what it says here. I know somebody said, and I don't, I don't have it here, but that this is kind of a, What's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, I can't, I can't think of the word. Uh, I just went blank. Help, help me out here, mind. Um, yeah, yeah. Basically kind of, um, not a tribute to Carrie Fisher, but, um, she's going to be in it. They're going to use some old footage, uh, repurpose footage, um, I, somebody, somebody said in a way like like a like a last thank you to to Carrie Fisher. So uh, she'll have a part to play in it, um, right? Because I think it was JJ. I think I saw that said at the panel that you know Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia, yeah, is yeah. The, the heart of this entire right. story, right. this whole saga. So I guess they really felt that she. 
even though you know the the late Carrie Fisher is no longer with us, that the right. character of Princess Leia still had a part to play in this yeah. last. Oh, here it is. Here's here's the quote that I saw. It says, "Of course, we can't talk about the cast without talking about Carrie Fisher. The character of Leia is really the heart of this story. We realized we could not possibly tell this story without Leia." Uh, we had footage from episode seven so that we could use it in a new way. So we were able to use Carrie in a new way. We started talking about this movie and I was, I was not supposed to be here. We lost Carrie heartbreakingly. She passed. I was working on this film and I realized that we needed Carrie in this film. So um, she will be in there. I know there's also a new poster with Ray and Kylo Ren fighting with Palpatine. Um, I don't know if you saw that. Well, Palpatine's face in the, in the is background. kind of okay. in the background. Yeah. So yeah, um, apparently they showed—I don't know if it was a trailer or just footage—but they showed the audience of that panel some sort of footage from Episode Nine. Um, and apparently it's brought Ray Ray's path into question. Okay. Whatever they showed. Um, the to this audience, I guess a lot of people are okay. wondering about her path. Yeah, it says something movie. like here. So oh, that's see. interesting. A special look. Uh, let me see. Okay, here we go. It says Ray and Kylo fight surrounded by water. Palpatine narrates. It nears the end. It says Ray is wearing a black robe. Her red lightsaber split in two. Uh, so I, I'm guessing like maybe a Darth Maul type. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what people were the kind of what was going around is because the, she was holding right. this like double bladed red saber and she was in black robes could just be, you know, I because I think in episode eight, we saw a lot of stuff just in her mind and, you know, that that draw to the dark side that she has when she was training with Luke. And it could just be more mind tricks that Palpatine is is playing with her or maybe Palpatine, you know, I'm, I'm sure Palpatine is going to have a, try to have a very strong influence yeah. on Ray in this movie. If I had to guess. So I, if I had to guess that's, that's what it is that we're seeing some sort of mind trick and him trying to show her how great she could be if she went to the right. dark side. Right. And then it looks like, uh, see, we got a date for black Panther two, May 6, 2022. 22. So 22. we're quite a ways away from that one. Um, yes, indeed. Let's see. He talked about Black Widow. Uh, it says this cast couldn't make it to the stage, but I guess they, they everybody got an uh, exclusive look at some Black Widow footage. Um, Disney Studio, or let's see, yeah, Jungle Cruise. That's that's the one I that's the one I'm kind of looking forward to. Hopefully. Hopefully they do it right and uh, they don't uh, dishonor the classic ride. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think they saw footage or they did, something yeah. for Jungle Cruise as well. The, the audience in the panel. Um, I was reading an article and somebody said to be prepared for some sort of update <laughs> or change to come to the oh, no. attraction <laughs> as well. To oh, okay. either promote this film or I who who knows if it'll be a permanent change or just something that they do just to promote the film. I don't know, but right. someone said to just be prepared for it. So 
I don't know if they teased that they might do something to the Jungle Book or the Jungle Cruise, or if this yeah. person's just speculating that they might. I don't know. Um, got a couple or two or animated. I don't want to say cartoons. Animated features. Uh, have you heard of Soul? Have you seen anything on that? Um, I remember the announcement for it. Um, however long ago was that? Earlier this year? Yeah. That they announced yeah. that they were making a movie called Soul, and that's basically all we got. Right, right. Yeah, there's, I guess, uh, we got some actors' names now. Um, let's see. Amir Thompson, uh, Felicia Rashad, um, David Diggs, Jamie Foxx, and Tina Fey. So, uh, I. Yeah, so I think Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey are like the, the two, two front main ones. Yeah. There. So, and then Onward, uh, we've actually seen some trailers on Onward. Um, yeah. And that's coming out. That that one has Chris Pratt and Tom, Tom Holland right. in it. Yep. Um. So there was some. They talked about that, and then let's see the last. Oh, we got a we got a poster or a first look at Emma Stone as Corella Deville. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, of I, that? I I think I think she looks pretty good. Um, it's basically mm -hmm. it's a what do they call it a um an origin story on how oh is that yeah, what they're doing yeah. an origin story on cruella yeah, that's what i well because it's called cruella yeah, that's isn't what i read it? today so okay and then they uh talked about another movie coming out thanksgiving 2020 raya and the last dragon another disney animated movie mm -hmm. um not too much about that paul briggs director dean wellens director no no cast or anything like that yet that i've seen so um Actually, oh, here it is. Yeah, there is some Sisa, Cassie Steele, the voice of Rhea. So I don't know much about her or, or what the movie's about. Uh, Something and then about they, a dragon. A dragon, yeah. And then they, they had a Frozen 2 thing, uh, Frozen 2. They, they talked about that coming out. And kind of interesting, uh, it says Frozen 1 and Frozen 2 work together to form one complete story. Um. I did see that. Yeah. I and did it see that. said it's, uh, let's see. He said about uh, Disney films. We tend to kill off the parents. Uh, we're sorry, but guess what? <laughs> we're bringing them back. Um, and apparently the parents are going to be back for a scene. So, um, I don't know if that scene is going to be yeah. her remembering something or actually seeing that, or I don't know. They, they did share yeah. a clip that we don't, we don't have yet. So. Right. I did see that, um, a, particular actress was confirmed to for the voice of Anna and Elsa's mother. Um, and then also another voice was confirmed for some Lieutenant, Lieutenant Ma uh, Mattias Sterling K. Brown. Something. Yeah. And then the yeah. mom's going to be Evan Rachel Wood. So, right. And I don't remember if the mother in frozen one had any audible dialogue if, if they needed a voice actress for her and if this is the same voice actress or a different one yeah I yeah know. i don't know i i don't know there's um, so i think that was but nothing about the father's voice actor so maybe they're just bringing back well, the mother said parents you're gonna see the parents so maybe maybe the the dad doesn't have a, any speaking lines or something so Okay. We nope. shall see November, when Frozen what, 2 comes out. Second, I believe. Yeah. Something so like I, that. I think that was the, the big things on Saturday. Um, 
There, there was another one. Do you have no, another one on your list? Um, they talked a little bit about Marvel's Eternals movie. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they confirmed um some casting on on that. I don't have everyone that's in this movie here um at the moment, but the one of the things that they did announce is that um Kit Harrington um who played Jon Snow from Game of Thrones, he's been officially cast in Eternals. Along with uh Richard Madden who also was was Jon Snow's brother slash cousin in Game of Thrones also. So both of them um, will be reuniting and they will both have roles in Eternal. Okay. In the Marvel's Eternals. Is that, so, is that, uh, is that coming out November 12th too, or is that one later? No, this one's later. later. This, okay. this is, uh, a phase four. Marvel oh, okay. Movie. Okay. I'd, okay. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Sorry. No, you're good. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I haven't. I haven't got into Phase Four Marvel yet, so we'll see. Maybe I'll let them all. Okay. I'll come out and then I'll just oh. go back and watch them all. Okay, so. we're gonna have problems <laughs> if you start doing that again. You've gotten to this point. Yeah. You got to just watch them as they come out. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try. So that that brings brings us to Sunday, which is why we kind of put off recording because I wanted to hear some of the news coming out from the parks uh, and what's going to happen in the next couple of day or a couple of years. Um, and they had some stuff for Disneyland stuff for Disney world. Um, did you want me to start? Or is there anything that, that you thought was interesting since I've been um, doing most of the talking? Yeah. Well, I, I like to listen to oh, okay. you. Okay. All right. Well, I can start. Yeah. yeah right. And I'll, I, I'll just chime in where, okay. where I, Start missing my own voice. That'll work. That'll work. Uh, Disneyland, there's going to be a new parade coming. Um, oh, thank the heavens. <laughs> they can finally <laughs> replace Soundsational. So it's going to be called uh, Disney Ma- or Magic Happens. Uh, it's coming in the spring of 2020. Um, and some of the some of the concept art looks pretty cool. Um, they're going to have uh, like a cocoa float, Moana, um, and then it says it's going to end with, uh, some of, uh, how do they word it here? Um, it says, where did I see that? Basically going to be some classic Disney toward, toward the end. They mentioned the, uh, the fairies, uh, from sleeping beauty. They trans transform princess Aurora's gown from pink to blue to back again. Uh, okay. Which is interesting because that. That dress, that technology in that dress is not necessarily new. Right. Um, Because they do that in um, one of the Asia parks. Oh, okay. Because I've seen video of it online. Okay. Where in a parade, you have Aurora, you know, fluttering about in the parade and her dress is going from blue to pink to blue to pink. Right. And it's seamless too. I, I don't know the technology that goes into this and how they do it but it looks incredible. If you had the chance to look it up online, I highly suggest you do. Cause it's like I said, I don't know how they do it, but it's fantastic. Yeah. So, so not, not, not too much about the parade. Just that it's coming out spring of 2020, uh, but it's not sensational. So it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be fantastic. All right. We got someone who didn't like sensational. 
not that I didn't like it. It's just you're excited gosh, for a new parade. Dude. I'm excited for a new yeah, parade. There you go. Uh, and let's see what else coming to Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Um, and we talked about this a couple months ago. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I guess they mm-hmm. uh, they got some new some new concept art out and uh, a little more detail. Um, see at the Disneyland Park, it's going to be opening in 2022. Uh, action will take place at the El Capitoon Theater, where Mickey and Minnie premiere their newest short, Perfect Picnic. And then you go through the ride. Um, at Disney's Hollywood Studios, uh, they're actually going to open next year. It doesn't give a date. Um, but this one says you'll be invited to the Chinese Theater, which serves as a, the magic portal through which theater goers will step from the human world directly into the car- cartoon world for one goofy adventure aboard Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So I don't know if the, the actual rides at both parks are going to be the same. Uh, I would imagine so. Just maybe just the the beginning show part of it are going to be a little different. Um, I just think because in Disney World they're putting this attraction, Mickey's Runaway Railway, in their Hollywood Studios Park, and they they're putting it in the building that the Great Movie Ride. That's what it was called, the Great Movie Ride. They re- they're replacing that attraction. It's been closed for a while now. And they're putting Mickey's Runaway Railway in that building. And the facade of the great movie ride was the Chinese theater. And so I think they're just using, because in, in Disneyland, we're already in Toontown. Right? right, right. And so we don't need this portal to go into the right. Toon world. They're, they're, uh, they're we've going already to, done yeah, that. Yeah, they're into the theater. They're just going into the theater called the Al. I think it's kind of cool. Al or El Capitoon. So, right. So I think they're just trying to be like, try to make it a little more make sense of, you know, yeah. now you're being brought into the tune world, just, you know, from being outside in Hollywood studios and, you know, to kind of bring you into it a little bit more. I think that's all they're trying to do, but I would imagine that the ride and the storyline within the ride is all the same. Yeah. Yeah. And let's see, Shanghai Disney's getting a new themed land, uh, Zootopia. Theme land doesn't give um, any date, um, so not not sure about that. Just says theme land coming to Disneyland, Res- Dis- Shanghai Disney Resort will feature entertainment, merchandise, and dining options that can only be found in the land, along with a new major attraction. So, um, if you get a chance to go to Shanghai Disney, check out Zootopia Land, uh, Hong Kong. We've talked about this one before. The uh, the the work on the on the castle. Um, that they're doing it says the castle will be unlike any other drawing inspiration from 13 beloved Disney stories featuring princesses and heroines. Um, so that's come in over in Hong Kong, Disneyland. looks like we're getting a couple frozen attractions, a new roller coaster called wandering Oaken sliding sleighs, which they have some concept art for it. looks pretty cool. And Somebody was saying online that they think this, Wandering Oaken coaster is going to be very similar to the Seven Dwarfs minecart train. Yeah, I could see, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're also bringing Frozen Ever After over, uh, which is at Epcot, correct? That's at Epcot. It replaced it Maelstrom in the um, 
the Norway Pavilion. Okay. In Epcot. Um, it's a it's a dark ride. It's a flume ride, kind of like Pirates of the Caribbean. You're in a little boat. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, see, we got next uh, Cirque du Soleil and Walt Disney Imagination and Walt Disney Studios have combined. There's going to be a Cirque du Soleil show at Disney Springs. Um, yeah. Previews next March. Uh, world premiere April 17th. That ought to be interesting. Do they give any details as to what the theme of the Cirque du Soleil show will be or what nope. the show like premises? All it says is it combines Disney storytelling and heart with Cirque du Soleil signature artistry. And that's really all. Okay. I didn't, I, I didn't hear the actual announcement. I'm just going off what I'm, what I read. So, right. And I don't know if they gave much details and I haven't seen much online about it. So they may not, must not have said much other than what you, what you just read. Um, right. So it could be interesting though. I mean, Cirque du Soleil, you know, being, being from Vegas, I, you know, the, there are several Cirque du Soleil shows in Vegas, so they're very popular. Um, people like them. So if in any kind of combined uh, Disney element it has to it, and being in Disney Springs, I'm sure it'll be a big hit. Yeah. Next, if you're a fan of Target and Disney, uh, they're coming together for a project. <laughs> it says that they're going to launch 25 Disney stores within select targets starting on October 4th with an additional 40 by October, 2020, basically a shop inside of a shop, uh, featuring Disney, uh, items. Um, so there you go. You can get your Disney fix by going to target, which I, um, this is kind of interesting. Cause I feel like this is their response almost or solution to all of the Disney stores that they've closed. Yeah, because they've closed yeah, I've noticed several. quite a few. Yeah, um, and I yeah. just think they're not as popular as they used to be, and so this little section within Target, I you know, I imagine it's going to be obviously a scaled down version of an actual Disney store, just select Disney products that they you know right. will change with movies and seasons and stuff like that. It'll go through rotations of different things. Um, yeah, uh, interesting, but yeah, I think they just want another way to sell more products, so they're just like, well, let's just designate a little section of Target and sell our own stuff. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, I mean, we got to cut. Go ahead. Uh, I was not going to say anything important. So we oh, okay. <laughs> uh, got a couple announcements about the new, I guess, Marvel themed land in California. Um, first, uh, let's see. We'll talk about a. There's going to be a new attraction featuring Spider-Man. It says a ride-through attraction featuring Spider-Man uh, opening in 2020 um, at, Disneyland Cal or at Disney California Adventure and later at Disneyland Paris. Um, yes. I didn't see much details um, of the ride. Some more concept uh, art. Yeah. Did you see those see pictures? It. I saw the one concept art. It looks like uh, there's a bunch of spiders, red spiders on the wall. A couple of people were inside of a, whatever the vehicle they're using to transport you through the ride and Spider-Man's flying outside of it. Yeah. But you, so, so I don't, so you can kind of see in, in that particular concept art image is the people in the ride vehicle look to be shooting, shooting webs, webs, but it doesn't look like they're holding like a gun or something like you would in like 
Buzz Lightyear Astro Blaster. Like, this is your right. web shooter. It, I mean, obviously, they're going to have to do it somehow, but the concept art doesn't show anything. It just it looks like it's just coming right out of their wrist like it would for Spider-Man. Right. Yeah, here's here's a, here's a description of this. Um, during an open house at Web, the aspiring inventors are excited to invite you for a test drive of their latest invention, the Web Slinger vehicle which allows you to sling webs just like Spider-Man. The attraction gives you a taste of what it's like to have actual superpowers as you help Spider-Man collect Spider-Bots that have run amok. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to have something where, or you put something on your wrist or wear something, or if it's just going to be you make the motion and it looks like webs. I don't know. Yeah, so you can, if you really zoom in on that image, you can see that the guests in the ride vehicle are wearing what look to be 3D glasses. Right. So I imagine you're looking at some sort of screen and it's obviously not in front of you. It's not, the screen's not attached to your ride vehicle because these people are sticking their hands out. Right. So obviously there's some distance between you and the screen, but you're wearing these 3d glasses, which will make up the distance. Um, the effect will make up the distance there, um, with the glasses so that you have this 3d effect. So yeah, whether you put something on your hand or if, they said that this ride will include brand new immersive technology um, that's never been seen before. So they could be developing some sort of technology where, you know, if you put your hand out there and make a certain motion, it'll register that. And then through your 3D glasses and the, the screen, it'll look like you're shooting webs. Right. Um, so it'll be it'll be definitely interesting to see. Um, how they pull it off when we do get the that land and that attraction to open. I, I guess I should have mentioned that first. The, it's going to be called, what, the Avengers Campus? Yes, so the, the land itself um, that they're currently building in Disney California Adventure right now, um, we've been calling it Marvel Land for a while um, just because we haven't had the official name, but now we've been given the official name. It's going to be called Avengers Campus. Right. So you'll have the Spider-Man ride in there and... Was there another ride? Um, there will be, but it's going to be a part of a phase two. It won't be an opening okay. attraction with the rest of the land. Okay. And that's that's an event. Uh, where did I see it? Oh, here it is. That's, um, see, a brand new e-ticket attraction where guests will fly alongside the Avengers in an epic adventure to Wakanda and beyond when it opens in the next phase of development. So, yeah. So, people are speculating that this is either going to be either very similar to star tours where you're just going to sit in the queen jet and it's going to fly around and do things, or it's going to be like, um, millennium Falcon smugglers run where you're going to be able to control the queen jet. Right. Um, either way, people are speculating with the description that they gave for this attraction. It's, there's no other possibility than other than it being a ride simulator, uh, or a motion simulator, not a ride simulator, a motion simulator. So it's either going to be like Star Tours or a Smuggler's Run. Okay. Yeah, I can see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of uh, Walt Disney World stuff uh, released. Um, obviously, I've never been there, so who cares? No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. <laughs> I guess I mean, they're getting I, ready. I was a little excited. <laughs> they're getting ready for their, what, 50th? Um, so they've got a multi-year plan of doing stuff that's going to go beyond their 50th because that's next year, I believe, right? 20, no, 2021. Yeah, so a year and a half. Yeah. Um, but um, 
I don't know if you had anything to talk. About. I I wanted to bring out one thing about a new and uh, a new attraction at Epcot. Um, oh, I bet you know which it, one. It sounds kind of cool. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Oh, not the one I it'll, thought we were going to talk about. But yeah, okay. it says it'll feature the first reverse launch into space. The thrilling family-friendly attraction will feature a never-before-seen storytelling coaster that rotates to focus on the action wherever it may be. So basically, so gonna, this is this is a Omni Mover on a roller coaster track. Yeah, you're getting yeah. Uh, it, so basically, pair. as you go through the attraction on this roller coaster, your your coaster and is going to rotate a max of four people per car per yeah. coaster car, and each group of four that will move and it will direct you to look at whatever it wants you to look at. Right. So you're not yeah. just going to be facing forward the, all forward. the time your motion may be going forward, but then all of a sudden your seat's going to start going to the right or going to the left or turn all the yeah. way around. Yeah. This sounds, uh, I'm that I, I need to plan a trip to Walt Disney world after that comes out. Cause I want to go on that. Yeah. Um, that's going to be very cool. Yeah. They're getting a new, also a new, uh, I, I guess it says with the reinvention of Epcot. So we, I guess we can kind of talk about that. Let me see. Where did my picture go? Um, cause tell, tell us how, how, how is Epcot set up right now? Cause I've never been. So I I've only been there once. once so, right. um, didn't get to see everything, but basically, um, I think from what I've been told, so there's, there's like two main major areas to Epcot currently. Um, you have the world showcase, which is like the back half of the Epcot park. Um, and that has all of your country pavilions where you get to walk around and, um, see merchandise from those respective countries and food and, um, music and dance and, you know, art styles and different things. Um, just kind of like a world showcase of all these different countries and their cultures and stuff like that. Very, very cool. So that's the back half. Um, the front half, I believe, um, has been referred to as future world, um, for some time now, um, on the left hand side of that, you would have, um, the, uh, mission space attraction and the, what used to be the Ellen DeGeneres attraction. Um, and her, whatever that was about, if you've been there and if you've been on it, you know what it was. It's no longer there now. It wasn't there when I went a couple of years ago. It had already been um, closed, um, I would assume, for this new Guardians of the Galaxy attraction because they're using the same building, at least the facade, the main part of the building that was already there. And then they, they're they building another building to house the track, the coaster in it because the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster is going to be, it's going to be all indoors so it's it's the it's when it opens it'll be the world's largest indoor coaster um so it'll be like space mountain inside of a building it'll be dark um so that they can simulate space and different things like that um and so that's going where the ellen degeneres attraction used to be on the right hand side of i believe the whole area was called future world but um i could be wrong um oh i'm sorry on the left side you also had the test track um attraction on the right side okay um, you had what they called the lands and you went on this little boat ride. Uh, I believe the boat was similar to like a small world boat and you went on and you basically went and they talked about 
irrigation and farming and planting and stuff. I didn't go on it. I would have because I was trying to do as much as I could experience everything. So it wasn't just because I wasn't interested and I kind of wasn't, but I at least wanted to do it just to say that I had done it. Um, But that's one attraction they have over there. They have the seas with Nemo and friends and they have a Nemo attraction. um, And then at the end of the attraction, it dumps you out into this big old aquarium. It's super, super, super cool. Um, And then they also have um, an area where they have Soren over the world. Okay. And so that's all on the right side. So those are kind of your two main um, parts to Epcot currently. Right. Well, it was announced that they're going to, I guess, change all these into neighborhoods. Um, Basically, the future, which you said, Futureland will become World Celebration. Uh, Then you have World Showcase behind that. Uh, to the left, world discovery, and then to the right, world nature. Um, so making them into like lands, neighborhoods is what they're calling them. Um, right. Like I said, I don't, I don't know how that whole section looks like. So. Um, so basically, your your center section, um, that's called that they're going to call world celebration. That's going to basically have your entrance to. Um, excuse me, your entrance to. Epcot, at Ep- least your your like bus and parking um, entrance. Um, if you're on one of the hotels that has like the lagoon access, that entrance is over between like um, Great Britain and one of the other pav- uh, World Showcase pavilions. Um, but if you're walking in um, or took a bus from another resort or you parked there for Epcot, um, you have, uh, they're going to have this like, like a play pavilion. They're basically, they're completely redoing the entrance of Epcot. And, uh, there used to be like fountains and stuff and they're kind of changing everything there in front of, um, mission. I don't know what's it called. Um, it's not mission space. It's oh spaceship earth, spaceship that's, earth. Right. That's the big ball that kind right. of the iconic s- symbol or attraction for, Epcot. Um, they also made an announcement that they're going to kind of change Spaceship Earth and the story that it tells too. So they're going to change that attraction because there's an attraction with inside the ball. Um, and so, and then you go past Spaceship Earth, and I guess there was this thing called like the Fountain of Nations or the Nations Fountain or something like that. Um, and I guess they're replacing that kind of with this, um either the Moana journey of water kind of area and this kind of multi-level viewing deck thing that has a lot of nature stuff. So it might kind of creep into the world nature section. Okay. Um, yeah. It says, it says here, uh, the journey of water inspired by Moana, by Moana will actually be in world nature. Okay. So that would be to the right, right? Yeah. So I guess primarily, well, I think the attraction poster, if you want to call it an attraction poster that they released or debuted at D23 for World Celebration had the multi-tier viewing deck thing that had like a garden and stuff on top of it. Um, And then Spaceship Earth. Those were the two things depicted in the poster for World Celebration. Okay. Um. Future World, no, that's not what they're calling it. Discover World Discovery, 
will have test track mission space, the new um, space themed restaurant that they're currently working on that I think they said would open later this year, maybe. Um, and that's supposed to be called space 220. Um, and I believe the 220 is supposed to represent that you're like 220 miles above earth or something like that. Looking down on yes. earth. Yep. Um, and then your guardians of the galaxy coaster will also be in world discovery. Yeah. It says space tw- uh, 220 will be a culinary experience featuring the celestial panorama of a space space station including daytime and nighttime views of earth from 220 miles up. Yeah. Yeah. So I imagine that daytime nighttime thing will coincide pretty well with the daytime and nighttime outside of the restaurant. Right. So if you go after sunset, you know, it'll be, you know, dark in the restaurant or darker, you know, it'll be all, you know, so uh, should be very interesting Next time I go to Walt Disney World, I definitely want to check it out. So, yeah, well, hopefully I can go with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's all. That's all I remember about the news from Epcot. Um, we do have more though, or I have more. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, um, they're also adding a uh, statue of Walt Disney at Epcot. It's going to be in somewhere in the World Celebration section. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear that. Yeah, and it's gonna be him. I don't know, uh, near a fountain or by some shrubbery or something. Basically, he's gonna be sitting on some steps, um, kind of looking out. And I believe the direction he's supposed to be facing is kind of down and into the park towards like the World Showcase, kind of that spine of the park before you hit the World Showcase circle. Um, and so he's going to be sitting on some steps and he's going to be kind of looking that direction with a, with a smile on his face. They kind of released a picture of its concept. And I think it's kind of a classic, um, picture we've seen of Walt before, um, sitting on steps. And so they're making a statue out of that. I'm going to send this picture to you right now so you can see okay. what I'm talking about here. Cause I think you'll like this and we'll have to post it. Yes, we'll post it. So while you're waiting on that to come in, um, there was, I know a lot of people were hoping, apparently there's been a rumor going around for a while that the World Showcase was going to open a new pavilion, a new country. They were going to feature a new country, and it was going to be Brazil, I believe, a Brazilian pavilion. Um, That was not announced so that's not happening what they did announce though over in the world showcase was that they are going to be adding cherry tree lane to the uh england or great britain the uk pavilion the uk pavilion yeah yeah the uk pavilion they're going to add cherry tree lane which is the street that the mary poppins i guess films franchise we can call it now takes place And so they're going to build Cherry Tree Lane and you're going to see the facades of the houses that you've seen in the movie. Um, The the house that has like the ship and stuff kind of designed on top of it. Admiral Boom's house? Yes. Yeah. And then number 17, Cherry Tree Lane. It is 17, isn't it? Yeah, number 17. Okay. Yeah, number 17, Cherry Tree Lane. Uh, The concept art shows Cherry Trees to also be there. Um. 
or cherry blossom trees, I should say. Um, and then it's, they also said the, their first Mary Poppins inspired attraction will also be coming to that cherry tree lane in the UK pavilion. So okay. no, no details on what the ride is going to be about when it's coming, nothing, just that they're building cherry tree lane and there will at some point be a Mary Poppins attraction. Yeah, I us uh, reading here. It looks like there's a couple other things coming to some other of the areas. Like I guess Canada is getting a new Circle Vision show in their pavilion, right? Uh, called Canada Far and Wide and Circle Vision 360. Uh, China's getting, um, I guess, a similar called Wondrous China. Um, that's all. That's all I had written down. Yeah. Um, let's It'll see. be so much easier to talk about Walt Disney World once I get to go. Yeah. Uh, I highly recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> um, couple more things that I have um, that are not directly Epcot related, but they are Walt Disney World related. Um, did you have anything you wanted to say before I moved on to this? No, no, go ahead. Move on. Okay. Um, the Walt Disney World Resort is going to be adding a new hotel it's going to be called reflections lodge it's going to be adjacent to uh the wilderness lodge um and within that lodge there's going to be a restaurant um and that restaurant is going to be a princess and the frog themed restaurant it'll be a bayou themed restaurant oh nice nice yeah so that led me to a particular thought um do you think that they'll ever try to implement a Princess and the Frog theme to, to Blue Bayou here at Disneyland? No, I don't think they will. You don't think uh, so? They, no, nah, they, got, they, got the, they got Tiana walking around um, in that area. I, I don't think they will. I think Blue Bayou is too iconic for them to, for them to mess with. That's my opinion. So. Okay. I mean, I don't know the the new restaurant out in Florida. Maybe they may have some similar. I don't know if it'll be similar to the Blue Bayou or if it'll be more colorful. As Princess right. Frog was pretty pretty colorful, mm-hmm. uh, bright colors and stuff like that. So, um, no, I say I, I would I would leave it as the Blue Bayou, just like it is. Okay. What about you? Um. I wouldn't want them to change it. I, I could see them doing it, but with them having a Blue Bayou or a Princess and the Fro- Frog dedicated restaurant over in Walt Disney World, I don't think they'll change our Blue Bayou. I think if they were going to do something like that, they probably would have already done it. Yeah. Um, And one of the reasons that might hold them back from doing something like that, because they know it's attached to Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, and that might just be too much of a clash, even though they're separate entities. But, you know, while you're sitting there eating dinner, you see the people um, riding Pirates of the Caribbean flown on by. So, right. Okay. Yeah. I, so no, I wouldn't want them to change it. I could see them. I, I bet you it's crossed their mind. Um, 
but I don't think they will. Is there anything else you had that you wanted to talk about tonight? Yeah, that was it. I think I talked enough about D23. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess, I don't know. Did you, uh, what's your, what's your, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this last thing that kind of came out before D23, uh, kind of spilled over into D23, I think in some of the panels maybe, but, uh, the whole Spider-Man Disney Sony thing. Oh yes. <laughs> so, uh, if I understand it correctly, uh, there was an agreement about four years ago that allowed Disney's Marvel Studios. Uh, and do you print? Is his name Kevin? Is it Fag or Faggy? It's Feige. Feige. Okay, yep. I was totally wrong. So, <laughs> it allowed him to produce and manage Spider-Man movies for rival Sony Pictures which held the license for Spider-Man. The film rights. So the film rights. Marvel, okay. Marvel, Marvel Studios owns the intellectual property of Spider-Man. That's why you're, That's why there's still going to be a Spider-Man attraction in Avengers Campus and Disney California Adventure. So this okay. divorce, if you will, between Marvel Studios and Sony Pictures with Spider-Man will not affect the Spider-Man attraction whatsoever okay. because Marvel owns the intellectual property of Spider-Man. They can do anything they want with Spider-Man other than make Spider-Man movies because Sony purchased the rights for Spider-Man movies back in the, what was the nineties, I think from, okay. from Marvel. And I thought I read somewhere that in order to maintain that they had to make a Spider-Man movie like every five years and nine months. I don't know. Did you ever hear that? Never heard that. That's a oddly specific and oddly odd. That's that's what I thought too. And I don't know where I read it. I was reading it somewhere today, <laughs> but it, maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. Yeah. Uh, so, so basically, they couldn't come to an agreement on money, on how much each should get. Is that is that what you're basically? So, from what I understand, is the the agreement that Marvel and Sony struck up back in 2015, I believe, was that basically Marvel Studios could borrow Spider-Man from movies. Um, so that way there could be a Spider-Man in the MCU. Um, so they had to borrow the rights for that from Sony and Sony agreed to it on the condition that basically Kevin Feige was going to be like, main producer and basically had creative management. He could basically tell the story that Marvel wanted to tell, not that Sony wanted to tell. Okay. So that way it would fit into the Marvel cinematic universe. Um, and that's why, you know, Tom Holland, Spider-Man has his own standalone movies. And he's also in right. Captain America, civil war and Avengers infinity war and Endgame. Um, and so basically Kevin Feige would have basically the say so when it came to these movies and then that disney would only make five percent of the gross profits from the spider-man movie so basically from what i understand sony studios is footing the bill for this at least the standalone spider-man movies so spider-man homecoming and spider-man far from home sony studio sony um studios paid for those movies not marvel Okay. So production costs were paid for by Sony. And then so Marvel Studios, Disney's Marvel Studios would make 5% gross profits from that. 
Um, and then apparently since Disney owns everything else, Disney makes all merchandising profits and all that good stuff. Okay. So apparently they're renegotiating. I don't know if it was becoming to the end of the contract or Disney Marvel just wanted to renegotiate because they weren't happy with the 5%. So I've heard several different things out there. The initial report was that Disney's Marvel proposed a 50-50 gross profit split for any future Spider-Man movie. Apparently Sony flat out denied that and everyone kind of walked away from the table at that point. Um, then a couple days later, if not the day after reports started coming out saying, well, that the 50 50 was incorrect. Marvel only asked for 30%, um, not 50. Um, so basically Sony still had denied that, um, if that was the initial request. Um, I've also seen rumors that they've come back to the table I've seen rumors that they've supposedly struck up another deal, but nothing come out. Nothing's come out and it's been official. Both Kevin Feige, Marvel Studios, Tom Holland, and Sony have all kind of made statements saying that the time that everyone's had with Spider-Man in the MCU has been great. Tom Holland is still going to play Spider-Man. He's just not going to be affiliated with the MCU anymore. Sony's going to take this and try to ride on the success that arguably marvel has created for this spider-man franchise um that has been more successful than sony's previous attempts um at spider-man franchises okay so that's that's the gist there's still Sounds a lot confusing. of rumors out there so yeah. yeah hopefully they get it settled uh i like spider-man yeah, as part of the mcu so i don't yeah, know he's arguably one of my favorites other than Tony Stark. Yeah. So we we will see. Well, it's hard to say. Um, we'll see. All right. Well, that's all. That's all I got to say about D twenty three. Like like I said before, I wish we were there. Um, yeah, me too. Maybe in maybe in a couple years. Uh, who knows? So, well, if you got nothing else. I have nothing else. I think we about covered it all. We covered what we wanted to cover at least. We covered what we wanted to cover. Yeah. So we'll... we covered at least the the informational panels. Yeah. Um, True. Yeah. There were, there were some other more. panels. Yeah. Yeah. Archivist panels, haunted mansion panels. Yeah. Um, hero panels, costume panels, design panels, all kinds of stuff. But we covered information. There you go. So, so all right. Well then we will call it an episode. Uh, but before we go, uh, if you're uh, on social media, um, uh, like us on Facebook, we're at Talking Disney Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Talking Disney. We're on Instagram at Talking Disney Podcast. Uh, you can email us uh, with any questions, comments, ideas, show ideas, just to say hi. Uh, you can reach us at TalkingDisneyPodcast at gmail.com. And we do have a website, www.talkingdisneypodcast.com. Right now, I've just been posting our our show links, um, but have some plans in the future for some other stuff to go on there. Um, so that's all I got. Thanks for listening. Um, we appreciate it. And uh, 
that's all I got. So I guess we will see, or actually we'll, we'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, so have a, have a great week and, uh, bye. Bye. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh? It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time, time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C-C-E See you real soon. It's always Mickey Mouse. K-E-Y Why? Why? Because we like you! Talking Disney Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company, and all material used during this podcast is property of its copyright holder and used for entertainment purposes only.